0: you like retro video games then you should check out the nerd cave retro on spotify itunes and wherever you can find podcasts if you like the show then you can join the discord
1: by going to the nerd cave retro twitter page and click the link at the top of the page if you like the open micers podcast but you think i'm too handsome check out the jester's court podcast hosted by my fat twin mr mike evelyn found wherever podcasts are given away for free Dead Game is the new podcast where award-winning comedy writer Wally Phelps
0: and award seeing comedy sidekick Carlos Longoria (laughs) use their powers of necromancy to resurrect failing or long-suffering game franchises. From Fortnite to Rock
1: Band, D&D to Double Dragon, listen to Dead Game, where games go to get good. We also want to shout out our other patrons, Mr. Derek Diamond and old Rob himself, Mr. Robbie Hennig. the music yet yes i did <laughs> Ooh, that music can only mean one thing and it's time for the open Micas podcast my name is jason robbins and
0: i get family joining you from the road
1: jacob is frozen there for a second but he's he's here he's uh he's bad at time management and uh, that's just how we go here. So Jacob, do you want to introduce our guest, or should I do it? Because you're in the yeah, middle of nowhere. Am I
0: back from Frozen? Am I back in? Am I back in the timeline? Yeah,
1: you're back in now.
0: All right, cool. Yeah, man. Our guest tonight is a uh, very funny New York-based comic. She frequents a lot of the great clubs over there, including the Stand, Gotham Comedy Live, that sort of thing. You guys give a big, warm welcome to Abby Washuta, everybody. How you doing,
2: Woo-hoo. Abby? Yay! <laughs> Good, how are you guys? Thanks for having me.
1: Oh, no problem. Um, so, <laughs> so you normally we have Jacob uh, in his home studio, uh, which normally looks like a bombed out uh, basement in, in Kuwait yeah. or somewhere. But he's in his car <laughs> right now, and he's a little laggy because he's probably out in the middle of nowhere, Mississippi, right now. <laughs> and uh, his internet's probably not the greatest, so... Let's just start. Let's talk about you, Abby. Um so I like to ask the normal questions up front like how did you get into comedy and how long have you been in comedy?
2: Um I have been doing it for like I guess seven or eight years. I think between the pandemic and then also like I took a break for cancer this past year, it's like hard to, ne- like, you know what I mean? Like, and com- comedians do want to be so specific about it. And so precious. Like when you meet even new comics now, they're like, well, five years, but two of the years of pandemic. So it counts, but it doesn't count. I don't know what to say since so seven, seven to eight years, depending on what, what we're counting. And I always wanted to do it for like my whole life. And I just was never brave enough. And then I, I married a guy in the military pretty young and we always lived like different places outside the U S often. And that was never a place to start. And then at 33, I moved to New York and I was like, it's now or never. And so I started, I took a class cause like I'm a nerd and classes are like the way to the way in. Um, yeah. And I started doing open mics and stuff and I've been doing it ever since. So it's really good. Yeah. some fun.
1: So we we've never done uh comedy in New York, neither Jacob nor I, is it? I assume you've been to, to different parts of the country. What What's different between New York and say somewhere like, you know, somewhere, some town in like Florida or something or North Carolina. Like what's the difference there?
2: Um, ooh, uh, I mean, so many different, well, first of all, where are you guys? Are you in, where are you, what state are you in?
1: We're on the Gulf coast, uh, Mississippi Gulf coast, really close to, um, New Orleans, uh, mobile, uh, Alabama area. And, um, Lafayette, Louisiana, where the the comedy is just jumping off right now.
2: Yeah, I actually just got a bunch of emails from some New Orleans comedians who are asking mm-hmm. for spots in New York. So, I, and which is weird because it is a place that I've not normally, you know, comedians usually hit you up from everywhere, and New Orleans is like a new thing all of a sudden. So, like, mm-hmm. I, I take what you're saying seriously. Um, new York is ah, what is it? It's like the audiences could be really tough. Um, I find other places, people are just like a lot more amenable to like comedy, even when it's not good. People are just sort of nicer. They're like very just happy to be out and doing a thing and whatever, like even uh, mics, which I maybe you guys have this experience, but mics in other states are like sometimes shows, like people are actually at the mics, like sometimes paying money to be in the audience or doing whatever and like being supportive. Whereas in New York, it's like so many shows it's hard to get them off the ground a lot of the time cuz there's just like too many comedians in like a small radius um and i feel like maybe new yorkers are just like a little tired of the comedy scene almost sometimes but um i do think it's like one of the most competitive places to do comedy in terms of like you know who the other comedians are that are with you which i think makes people better uh, in that way cuz you sort of have to be to to you know rise to the top in such a large group of killers um, See, I imagine yeah, that but, New
1: York is probably like New Yorkers are way harder to please than than say a smaller town.
2: Yeah. Yeah. They're harder to please and they're more just like naturally rude, I guess, a little. So like if they're not pleased, they're not gonna be like, Oh bless your heart, we're clapping anyway. Like yeah. you're not getting that. You well, know, you don't, don't really get them. that, that down just,
1: like, here. I mean most no I've had we've had some horror story stories between me and Jay. I got the worst heckling of my life in uh pensacola florida to the point where i almost quit comedy like it was bad
2: oh god what happened
1: i started off with a joke i probably that was funny to me and jacob and jacob uh i told jacob the joke beforehand i said hey i got this joke and it's um i forgot exactly what it was but it was something like um good good to be in florida the alabama of the south and I don't yeah. know why that just seemed funny to me at the time. And Jacob even said it was funny. So I went yeah. up on stage and said I mean,
2: it. mean, I lied.
0: I just wanted
2: you to bob. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like it's, it's, like it's like a fluffy little toss away yeah. opener. You're like, no big deal. I'm just, this is just a hello. And yeah, they were like, they, they freaked out at that.
1: Ooh, Did they? Holy crap. There were some ladies in the audience who were die-hard Floridians who did not take kindly to to me calling them the Alabama of the South, and they proceeded to heckle me to death for the next five minutes Uh, to the point where I was uh, pretty suicidal for about three days afterwards.
2: Sorry. Yeah, comedy. And, yeah, like probably a quarter of the time I get up, I'm like, why do we do this? We yeah. should quit. This is terrible. Why See, does anyone do this job? That's it's the thing. really you bad.
1: Get, you can get heckled. You know, two or three times in a row to where you're ready to quit, but then you have that one show that just it just clicks, and the the crowd's into it, they're getting every joke, and you're like, "This is why I do it right here,
2: yep, totally, yeah, yeah, no, I thank God for those uh it's like um, I was like a psych major undergrad, and there's like this idea of like certain kinds of learning and the best way to train an animal is not to reward them each time they do a thing, but to have it be sort of yeah. intermittent and that reward system is even better. And I feel like that's comedy to a T just like, you know, four or five fails in a row and you're like one, one good one. I'm still going. <laughs> yeah. So and yeah.
0: They're yeah. closer to animals than they are people too. So that works out. <laughs>
2: that's true. So How what, long have you guys been doing it?
1: Oof. Uh, actually me and Jacob started at the same, we, we did our first, on stage, uh, f- uh, five minute set at the same on the same night in the same place. Um, wow! It was for uh, thirty
0: seconds
2: apart. Yeah,
1: yeah. It, we were and we didn't know each other at the time, and uh, we were both pretty bad. I was probably worse than Jacob was. Wait, they, everybody's
2: they, bad at the beginning. Well, they yeah. gave
1: Jacob a little more leeway because Jacob was like literally like fifteen at the time. I was or, seventeen. Seven. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, he's like a seventeen year old kid trying to do comedy. They were a little more. Uh, 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 amenable to him. I, I, I got a little more uh, just blank stares than Jacob. At least Jacob got some pity laughs because he was so young. But then, uh, you know, we went our. We, uh, we, I don't even know if we met that night. Did we even meet at that night, Jacob? Do you remember?
0: Oh, I purposely didn't talk to you because your comedy was so bad <laughs> that I didn't want to associate with
1: <laughs> you. But then we met about. I, I took like another year. Uh, to kind of write more another five minute set, um, to to because I kind of I love doing it, but I realized that I was not good at it, so I went home and started actually trying to write jokes or, or stand up, and um, we kind of well, what with-
2: what did you feel like you had been doing before that? Were you were you just gonna get on stage and like riff, and then you were like, oh shit, this is like not, no, I got not riff
1: I, beforehand. I've always been a writer. I've been a writer my whole life. I've I've you know, I, I, I've i had stuff published, I, I wrote a movie, um, you know, I've had, I wrote stuff in college that got published, uh, some um, humorous essays and things like that. Uh, I think I got second place in a state writing competition for an essay that mm-hmm. I wrote, a humorous essay. So I've always written comedy, but never in, like, a stand-up format. Like, it's a complete different beast writing for a story, a humorous story, than it is to, like, actually write jokes. So... I took that yeah. year to go and say, "Hey, how do I really construct a joke?" And I just watched a lot of stand-up, you know, watched um you know my favorites growing up, you know, like George Carlin and and people like that and just watching a lot of um stand-up. So when I came back, I was a little bit better and I was a little more, you know, prepared for being able to tell a joke on stage and then me and Jacob actually met in person at this place that was doing a the only place around here that was doing comedy on a weekly basis. Like every Monday night, it was an open mic, this place called the wayward Kraken, and all the comedians in the area were coming to this open mic and we were all meeting each other and we would stay afterwards and like write together and, you know, throw ideas at one another. And we all became like this little community and that's when me and Jacob started to become friends at that point. If that's how Jacob remembers it.
0: Yeah. I mean, pretty much. So I, I had thought it was you and Wally that I had met that night. Cause this was two years later and I, and the whole night was blurry and whatever. And I remember introducing myself to you guys again and, no, realizing that you didn't remember me and you're like, oh shit, you were that fucking kid that one night like two years ago? That was you when we had already become friends for like months. I was yeah. Like, yeah, that was I thought you knew that time that, that was
1: me. That's how memorable you were, Jacob. You were just completely forgettable.
0: <laughs> well, what it was is that my comedy at that time was so bad, you're like, there's no way you were that kid that was really good that one night. <laughs>
1: so what about you abby like what is the absolute worst uh heckling you ever got
2: um i got in a physical fight really a a lady uh yeah i mean um so there was a club that i it was like a club where the comedians kind of like helped run the club you know what i mean so like even though i didn't like work there it was kind of like our job to like book the shows and get the shows off the ground and seat people and take tickets. And like, we were doing all the things. Mm -hmm. So like I was not the manager of the place by any stretch, but like we all felt like we had the comedians who kept the wheels on the bus felt like we had a particular sort of responsibility to like run things well. And it was like a night where these, like this crazy like group of three in the back were like so fucking drunk. They were ruining everybody's just set after set was just like destroyed by these people being so crazy. And it was like also making the people in the audience who had paid to see the show also have a bad time. And it was the sort of thing where like, usually like these are strong comedians who can kind of come back at you, but they were just so frustrated. It was just like an, a comedian after comedian was just like coming out of the room being like, ah, it's fucking late. like I'm done. Like walking up the stage early. And I went in there and then it was my turn to get up. And I was trying to like, I'm like, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to like be really nice to them. I'm going to like figure something out. And they just were like screaming and yelling and being obnoxious and whatever. And I was like, you guys, I will buy you a cocktail if you just like go to the bar. I'll buy everybody a round of shots when I get off the stage. Like you kind of don't want to be here. That's kind of obvious. Like just go, like I'll meet you out there. And they like started to go. And then they were like, wait a minute, like you're trying to trick us. And it started into like this, like fight and they were like screaming at me like, we'll fucking kill you and whatever. And I do not know what possessed me to do this, but I like wanted them to leave and they would not leave. And I didn't know what I would do. So I like got off the stage and I walk over to their table. Like what the fuck am I gonna do? It's like a, it's like two, two, it's like this big guy and two girls. And I'm like, and now I, I'm at a loss. Like, am I going to fight them? And so they're both their cell phones are on the table. So I grab their cell phones and I just like scurry out of the room because I'm like, anyone is following their cell phone wherever it goes. So I scurry out of the room. And then when I do that, like, there's like dudes out there and they like carry the guys away and they're like, ah, and they leave and they yell, cops, whatever. Show ends. And then I'm like cleaning up and they come back and they like, I was like standing kind of in front of the stage, like reorganizing it as like a, t- like a, a table and the girl just like pushed me, but the stage was behind me. So it was like one of those like cartoon, like you know, ah, it was like behind me. I fell down and she was like gonna go to like punch me. And then like another comedian came and like st- it was just like such a scuffle. But like the second show was like already coming in. And they're like, is this part of it? Like what is I was like, oh my God. How's this my life? And then I was like afraid to leave the building because I thought they were going to be outside like waiting for me. Um, Then they wrote this like really long diatribe, crazy email to the venue to say they had a bad time. But I was the manager of the venue email, (laughs) so it's like, whatever, we don't give a shit. Don't come back. Uh, It was it was a yeah. So that was it was not 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 a great one.
1: Jacob's been assaulted quite a few times. I have never been assaulted at a a comedy show. At least not yet.
0: Small victory. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You remind everyone of their grandpa, so they're not going to hit you.
1: <laughs> and plus, I can't hear; uh, I am hearing impaired. So uh, the one night that Jacob got into a, a fight outside, um, there was this old guy, these, this old couple who were constantly heckling everybody that went up, and I was like, "I'm going to fix this guy when I get on stage." So as soon as I got up there, I look. I didn't say anything. Till I I got on stage, I looked at the guy right in the face and I said, Hey, you've been heckling everybody all night long. Just so you know, I'm hearing impaired and I can't hear a fucking word you say anyway. So you might as well shut up. And he didn't say shit (laughs) through my whole set.
2: That's amazing. Are you hearing impaired or is that just like a go to line that keeps hecklers from bothering? No, my left
1: to hear it is. Yeah, I have a hearing aid. My left ear is almost completely deaf. So
2: <laughs> I'm sorry about that, but also uh, that's amazing. And also, like as an experiment, I kind of want to try that on stage. Like, what a what a way to take the wind out of the sails of yeah. a heckler. to be like, I literally couldn't hear you, so it doesn't matter what you say. I was like, it, it worked there. <laughs> <You're> are <laughs> only like, ruining the show for other people. I
1: was like, man, it worked that night. That's gonna be my go-to from now on. If I'm ever getting heckled. It's going to be like, I can't hear what you're saying anyway. I'm hearing impaired. And then if you heckle me, you're going to look like an asshole because I, you know, I'm disabled. <laughs> so you're making fun of a disabled person on stage if you heckle me.
2: I love it. So fun. All right. You're
0: going to preface every show I do with, I'm humor impaired. So if you don't
1: <laughs> laugh. It's
2: you're like, just- I'm not even going to feel it. Yeah. You're like, I don't know what jokes are anyway. Yeah. No, that's crazy. So what what's the closest city to where you guys are that you mostly perform in is it New Orleans?
1: Yeah, New Orleans is only about uh it's about an hour and 20 minutes from where we're at. Uh Mobile, oh, Mobile's about 45 minutes away. Um it's not as big of a scene, but it's one of those scenes that that keeps coming and going. <laughs> you know, like it'll get real big for a bit, then it'll it'll go away for a bit, then it, it's starting to come back again. So Mobile's a really good place to do comedy um when mm. it's going. It-
2: is Thanks. there like a like a good venue there, or is it sort of like bar shows that kind of pop up and uh, go away? Or um, there's a lot so of there's bar. This
0: one yeah, venue there that's kind of a bar and kind of a club at the same time called the Alabama Music Box. Mm-hmm. That's where a lot of the bigger names go to, and you can fit quite a few people in there. I I opened for Mick Foley there, and he got like 250 people into that building. So oh, wow. It's, yeah, when it's good, it's good. And then I did a show with Daniel Van Kirk there, and there was like five people that bought tickets. So it's like it's one of those where like it could be really either way.
2: Yeah, it could be a
1: mess. Totally we're actually that. doing a show there this Sunday. Do you? Uh, what's the name of the place where we're performing at, Jacob? This Sunday. Yeah.
0: It's Doc's Hop Shop.
2: Doc's Hop Shop. That sounds adorable and yeah. delicious. <laughs>
0: They sell
1: hops. What, like beer? Oh. Beer hops? Like, what are you talking about?
0: <laughs> no, yeah. dude, they sell then, pogo sticks. What do you think?
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm down for that, and be a po- pogo sticking all night. It'd be fun.
0: That's really what bars are missing is is beer and pogo sticks. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Actually, that does sound that sounds really good. They uh, not quite pogo sticks, but um. For a while in the i live a little bit outside of the manhattan and like a little city in jersey that's like also of a little bit of a city and they had those it's like a very um popular city for suburban kids to come to and like get really wasted and so for a while they had those like um little scooters like the electric scooters that they had in the town and and that was like maybe a couple of weeks before our kids were just like obviously getting trashed and falling down and doing whatever and so Up there with the pogo stick, not not a great, not a great mix. Hilarious for those of us who are not on the on either the pogo stick or the uh, scooter, but yeah, not a good mix.
0: Yeah, they just got this mobile where you like you rent it like a car, like a parking meter or something like that. Like you stick your credit card in the scooter and you can scoot all around the city. Just gangs of teenagers wreaking havoc on the sidewalk.
2: Yeah, not safe. Not safe. I'll tell you what. See, I don't understand
1: how they can have those. No, I'm
0: scared of teenagers, dude.
1: How do they have those bicycles in New Orleans? Like those rent a bike, you know, those like little electric bicycles they have. They have those in New Orleans. Like they got to constantly be stolen. Because everybody <laughs> like the, the car theft in New Orleans and, and, and people breaking into cars is like at an all time high right now. Yeah. Like the streets are littered with uh, With windshield glass from cars being broken into
2: oh shit, okay, I didn't know that. I it's, wonder, is there like a big uh drug or something epidemic happening, or what's um, going
1: on? Who knows The problem is is they don't have enough police officers in New Orleans. Mm. like they literally don't have enough police to to cover the city, and there are certain places where you walk, and there will be signs that say there is no police presence in this area, enter at your own risk. So it's like, ah, oh, awesome. I'm not going down there.
2: Whoa. That actually feels like I get the point, but also just like feels like if I am going to be committing some crime, I'm going to just go to those areas where it says there's no police presence here. And like, that's where I'm going to do the crime act.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, <laughs> I mean, it's pretty much the whole city at this point. Wow. Last few Where
2: times- did the well, police basically- officers go? New Orleans
0: oh. is basically just Judge Dread, dude.
1: Yeah. It,
2: <laughs> wow, that's fucking crazy. It's pretty okay. wow. Well.
1: Pr- pretty lawless in New Orleans right now. It's pretty crazy.
2: Oh my god. Yeah, I, I thought New York was bad, but at least we don't have signs that say like "there's no police presence here." I mean, there's no police presence in a lot of places, but we don't actually just advertise it. I think they've lost. I think the advertising is where they've really done themselves a <laughs> <in that> disservice. <department. laughs> Uh, they're they're like attention you can break the law here no one will know also no cameras come on down yeah Yeah, seems like the least useful thing
0: park your car too long i guarantee there'll be a boot on
2: it yeah could you i just like i'd love to be in like the town hall meeting or whatever where the people decided you know what we need to do here we need to advertise that there's no law enforcement (laughs) that's let's get these signs printed up
1: well, I'm so sure in a lot of those places too, like the people that live in those neighborhoods are, are armed to the teeth. So if you try mm. to rob them, you will get your face blown off by a, a gun of some type.
2: USA. USA.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's New Orleans. <laughs> Everybody has a gun in New Orleans. Oh, yeah. You're issued yeah. one when the you most enter comic the city. I know has a
0: piece or is a convicted felon? Yeah, <laughs> every single
2: one. Oh my, like those are the only two options.
0: <laughs> yeah. And so I know one is convicted felon and has guns. Oh so my god! <laughs> yeah, there's a little bit of Venn diagram going on in there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's my Venn diagram.
1: Well, like I said, they issue you one as soon as you uh, cross the the city city line. They just you know hand you a gun. They're like, here, be safe. Have fun.
2: Are you guys from that area originally, both of you? From the same place?
1: No, we're just grown up near it, <laughs> not in it. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. We've just All heard right. the stories. It's like in the Lion King when he's showing Simba the pride land.
2: Yeah. All <laughs> this <laughs> our, our, is your kingdom. Love.
1: Yeah. yeah I love it. I love it. One of our uh uh friends, are one of our comedian friends, got his car broken into not too long ago, he went over there for a mic night, and um, he was only there for, like, what, an hour or two? And got his car broken into. Because
2: now like, they're, they're breaking so. into the cars, are they stealing the cars, or are they just taking stuff out of the cars? Because I, think... I feel like stealing cars is so, like, where do you go with a car anymore? It's like, everything's got, like, tracking on it, it's like, I don't well, know, it's worth taking the car? What I've
1: heard is they're breaking into cars looking for weapons. Hmm. So if you, look, you if you have a car that looks like it has a weapon in it, it will be broken into.
2: Oh, I used to um living in like some other countries where, you know, crime was like a big issue. They would tell you just to like, leave your car open and the windows rolled down just so people could like rifle through it without breaking your windshield. Like just take your shit with you and take your keys with you. But just like, you know, people are going to break it anyway. So you might as well just make it easy for them and then not come back to a broken window. You're like, no, I left it open for you. There's nothing in here. Just have a gander, you know?
1: Well, see my car is such a piece of crap. Like I would actually be happy if it got stolen. So, you know, I'll take it to New Orleans right now and just leave the keys on top of it and be like, whoever wants to take it, please.
2: <laughs> You're like, somebody take this vehicle. Yeah, you leave it in one of those signs. No police present signs. Areas. Yeah, like yeah that'd go. be a good idea. Good to go. <laughs> Put
0: that on one of your
1: backfields. <laughs> Jacob, are you still driving? Like, how far away from home are you?
0: All right, well, I'll tell the story when I get on Wi-Fi, but... Yeah, we, uh, yeah, we're almost home. We're still You're almost. making,
2: like, an uncomfortable amount of eye contact with the camera, <laughs> which doesn't seem like it's in the same direction as the windshield. What do you mean? <laughs> like the road? Like you just seem like you're not looking at the road. Are you driving or are you passaging?
0: No. No, I'm I'm passaging.
2: This is the driver. Oh, all right. Hello. Okay, that feels a lot better now. I thought yeah. you were driving and I was well, like, this it, is a lot of eye contact. It wouldn't be the
1: first <laughs> yeah. illegal thing that's happened on this show. I mean we've oh. had we've had drug deals okay. go down on this show before with with one of oh. our guests. Yeah, yeah. Oh my
2: god.
0: Wild. And even here. When someone ordered Sonic while they were on the podcast yeah. with us.
2: <laughs> Love Sonic. There's no Sonic up here. That really? was uh I lived in we don't have we don't have Sonic in the north. Uh we had uh I lived in Georgia for a long time is where I discovered Sonic and I was like, why is this not why is this not above the Mason Dixon? I don't understand, but that we don't have it. It's I so thought, good. I thought Sonic. Breakfast burrito, I thought blew, Sonic blew was uh,
1: was America's drive in. How can it not yeah. be up north?
2: Yeah, it's not up north. It's weird. It's just weird. I don't know where it stops exactly, but not well, north
1: well do you guys have an equivalent of it you know how like you have up there it's white castle and down here it's crystal do you have that sort of thing
2: no we have nothing that's like a sonic That's that's um it's it's original i mean maybe i i was like maybe they're like just slowly branching out but no it's been too long it's been like at least 15 years since i discovered a sonic and there's still there's none up, there's none up here i almost yeah. want to like look at the Sonic.com now and be like, why are, I bet, I bet some internet person has been like, why are there no Sonics in the North? And someone's going to tell us, I
1: mean, there's gotta be at least one in New Jersey, not far from you. At least there's gotta be at least one.
2: I don't know. I feel like y'all are
0: overestimating Sonic. I mean, (laughs) Sonic is not like prime quality beef. You know what I'm saying?
2: There's actually a website that will tell you the number of Sonics in every state
0: i the um, fuck does that exist, dude? I hate it here.
2: I love it. I was wrong. There are some, but there's very few. And there are actually people being like, why are there no Sonics in New England? I love it. I love when people just like, yeah. So we're all crazy and delicious. Okay, moving on. Sorry, now I'm just thinking about <laughs> Sonic Burritos. Hey, We love um, talking
1: about food on this podcast. And one of the, one of the oh, big yeah. things we like to talk about is uh, Jacob has this unhealthy obsession with uh, gas station food. And we like oh. to ask our guests, what is your thoughts on gas station food? Especially like when you're out on the road and, um, and not just like when I think gas station food, I think of like, you know, the, the three day old hot dogs that are on the rollers that are just disgusting. And why would anybody eat that? But Jacob likes to go for the the gas stations. Like we have a lot of gas stations in the South here that actually have kitchens where they'll, they'll make like really good looking food. And put it yeah. out. So do you get a lot of those up north or no?
2: So when you start getting into like Pennsylvania and like kind of a little bit more like south and west, do you guys have sheets? No. Oh, my God. I didn't know about it until I started doing road gigs, especially with Neil, because it's like if usually get into like other kind of places like maybe Pennsylvania and like a little bit like, Indiana, Ohio, that sort of stuff. Sheets, it's like and maybe down to West Virginia, there's sheets everywhere. They're like it's like a really fancy gas station. And they do it's like everything you could want and they have like you know computers that you can type your order in and it's like it, it's really good it's like i'm like oh my god just game changing sheets but for the most part yeah the other food is like just you know a, always a disaster i try to be like slightly more healthy but it's like impossible and i'm like such a junk food addict and then you get on the road and you kind of want to like munch something and it's like all they have is like cheese doodles and three-year-old hot dogs and you're just like every time i like leave a road gig i'm like 30 pounds heavier than i started um do you ever but go- sheets
1: well, th- we're actually about to get our first Wawa down here.
2: Uh, <gasps> Wawa's the best. Yeah, that's another good one. That's another good one. Yeah. They make some good sandwiches, too. So that's pretty legit. So, yeah. What's your, like, what's the name of, like, the go-to fancy gas station that's in your neighborhood that you would go um, if you had to be on the road? The Honey Hole. <laughs> the Honey Hole? That sounds like a strip club.
0: Yeah, no, it's the local gas station, and they advertise pretty cashiers, and they're all in high school. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) Are you making that up?
0: No,
1: it's 100% real.
2: Is that why it's It's called the Honey Hole? Because their cashiers are pretty?
0: Yeah, and they're all in high school.
2: (laughs) That's fucking... How is that okay? How are we not talking about this? Honey Hole... Gas
1: station. Yeah, it's probably only one of them, and it's in Van Cleve, Mississippi, where Jacob yeah, I was just in the one that I go to.
2: But that is have, so awkward and uncomfortable. Really, is it like food, a Hooters, but for teenagers?
0: No, they're just they're a bunch of teenagers in there, like not working, not the
2: Oh my god! Yeah, I uh,
1: I used to be an EMT, and we would get stationed up there near the Honey Hole. A lot, and uh, they do actually have really good food there. I used to go there and get uh, breakfast biscuits and things like that. And then I do remember for uh, and I don't know, do they still do it, Jacob? Where they have on the sign outside it says like something, something pretty, cashiers, and something else. And it's like that's strange it actually says
2: that that like it says like it's not just like oh the women in the in the advertisements are pretty it's like they say the words we have pretty cashiers
0: it's on the fucking building
2: (laughs) it's on the building you guys you gotta take a picture of this this is insane to me i can't get over this um,
0: they recently switched management too so now it's like it's owned by two indian guys and they're firing all the pretty cashiers (laughs) So you get they in it's just the two Indian guys.
2: Good, good. I yeah. love it. And it's like Pretty Cashiers, and now it's just like two old Indian men. I love yeah.
0: that. Yeah, right.
2: Oh, my and, God.
0: But And I can't understate the fact that the Pretty Cashiers are at most 16 years old. Like.
2: Oh God. Oh, Welcome to the old. South. That's, just, that's awful. I can't get over that. So fun. Um, uh, also I lived in, I lived in the South for a bit. And at the time, I don't know if you guys have uh, progressed since I left, but no. breakfast sandwiches were like extremely hard to come by. Like it was just not that common. Like that's a very big, like Northeast, like breakfast sandwich on the go. Like every, any place that you go to get breakfast in the morning you get a breakfast sandwich on a bagel on a thing on or whatever. It was very uncommon. there. like, maybe somewhere you can get like a biscuit with something, an egg on it, but it was like never made fresh and like pretty rare.
1: Well, I mean, you can get like breakfast foods at at the local uh, fast food places, but in the past, I'd say probably 10 years or so, 15 years, like breakfast has become the hardest thing to find here, uh, especially along the coast. Cause like we used to have casino, like we still have casinos, but they, they used to actually have like breakfast buffets and stuff. And I'm a breakfast person. Like I love to eat breakfast any time of the day. Like I'm always up for breakfast food. And nobody does breakfast anymore. Like, even most of the fast food places, most of them don't even open till like eleven o'clock. Like, especially since COVID. Like, there's no breakfast to be found anywhere.
2: That's weird. People are hungry in the morning. What's going on?
1: I don't know. I love breakfast sandwiches. Yeah. I read a letter. I tell you, the best breakfast sandwich I ever had in my life was uh I was actually a uh (laughs) <laughs> Jacob's gonna lie. I was a lumberjack for a little while uh, in really? Oklahoma and Missouri and we were in the um, what was it called uh, I can't remember the name of the town in Missouri but literally it was like the, the the downtown area was like a tractor place and this one little um, not even really a restaurant. It was one of those places that like you go up and um, you order at the window and they, all they had was picnic tables outside. Like, that's where you ate. <laughs> so I would go down to this place in the morning and get a breakfast sandwich, and it was, like, homemade, or, or like, every, they made everything there. Like, their sausage and everything was, like, made, Ooh. like, by the people nice. that ran the place. So they had this sausage sandwich for breakfast that was, like, you know, two big, like, French toast-style um, pieces of bread with this big sausage patty. That was, you know, they did it on the grill with um, an egg, uh, a, f- uh, a fried egg on it. And it was like, I still dream about it. It's been like 12 years now and I still dream about that breakfast sandwich. <laughs>
0: that There's no way you're awesome.
1: now telling me that you're a fucking lumberjack, dude. <laughs> you didn't know I was a lumberjack. Awesome. We got to tell you guys about Brez Coffee Company.
0: That's right, B-Res Coffee is a small business established here on the Gulf Coast that was created for
1: gamers by game. Whatever kind of coffee you like, they got you covered like the Out of This World Chocolate and Caramel Flavored Roast, or the Two hardies One Ship, which is a rum and dark chocolate flavored roast.
0: You can even get your very own Open micer's Roast of Coffee. So if you like us, you'll like this dark roast too.
1: So head over to brezcoffeeco.com and use our code OMPodcast for 10% off of your order.
2: I didn't even like, I thought lumberjack was a term like, Stewardess or something. Like we don't actually say lumberjack anymore. You guys don't call yourselves lumberjacks. Like, what's the other? Or it seems like a little kid name, kind of like. Oh, I'm a lumberjack, but that is that what they're called? They're called lumberjacks. We
1: never really called ourselves anything. We're like, we're just cutting trees. <laughs> That's well, what you Yeah, yeah. I'm a lumber Jason. Oh What's the
2: like, I'm just like the job advertisement is the job advertisement for like uh lumberjack and, and what are the qualifications for a lumberjack? Do you say like, um, I don't know. Like, what is it? What does it say in the job description? You're know, like, do you like, do you like plaid?
1: <laughs> no, I, um, at the time, um, uh, it was actually the guy that owned the company is uh, the guitar player. That is in the band I'm in now. We've been in a band for like 15, 16 years now. And the guitar player, he owns a a land clearing company. Like that's how he makes his money and makes a ton of money. And he put on this bid Mm. to clear um, the power lines through Oklahoma and Missouri. And he hired me on. To uh to come to come on and and basically help clear uh this areas of land for the power lines and that's how I became a lumberjack for a small amount of time.
2: Is it good money?
1: Um, actually, the, seems like it would be. It, it is, but it's like way too much for me. <laughs> you know, I di- I didn't last very long. I only lasted like two months. Are you okay. talking about your ex wife? I missed something.
2: <laughs> talking about l- lumberjacking.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, you are talking about your ex-wife. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just making sure. Hey, I'm back, guys. I'm, I'm in my um. I'm back into my undisclosed podcasting location. I love it. Yes. Very nice. And I got a to very... you guys Why I was. Go ahead. Oh, Evan. go
2: ahead. Yeah. No, no. Go ahead. Can I
0: explain to you guys why I was late? Go for it. Love it. Okay. So my brother invited me over for dinner tonight, and. We're cooking out and um, the friend that he invited over brought kebabs. My brother grilled burgers. Cool. We're eating. We get done with dinner and plenty of time for me to come over here and get home and do the podcast. But not one person told me that my sister-in-law was baking a goddamn peach <laughs> copper.
2: Yeah. No, that's yeah.
0: What could oh. you do at that point? The whole time I'm eating my dinner, there's a goddamn peach cobbler in the oven with yeah. my name written all over it. Yeah. And it's, I'm not going to lie to you, it's seven o'clock when the peach cobbler comes out of the oven. I knew I didn't have time to make it here, but I looked at my fiance and I made the decision and she was like, What, we like, we're already late. Like, we're staying for the peach cobbler. And I said, Baby, we're staying for
2: the peach cobbler.
0: And I, sense. I don't regret it. It was the best peach cobbler I've had in my entire life.
2: Yeah, you're not made of stone. That makes sense. What What can you do? A peach a peach cobbler is being freshly baked for you. You stay. You don't want to be rude.
1: Exactly. You're not a monster. Yeah, yeah. Abby. Do you feel slighted in the least that you were invited to be on this podcast <laughs> at a certain time, and one of the hosts of the podcast <laughs> just like just said, "Screw it, I'm gonna eat peach cobbler," and. Be late for the episode, which ev- we've done this show for over a hundred, almost a hundred and sixty episodes now.
2: Mazel, very on, nice. Okay,
1: on every Monday night at seven thirty. He knows what time (laughs) i know good and
0: goddamn well when this show is jason and i know good and goddamn well when that peach cobbler comes out of the oven too and i made my decision
2: i think you made the right decision if it was anything less than a cobbler i think i could be offended but i understand now i don't go peach i'm more of a blueberry cobbler person but cobbler in general i feel like i see where you're at and Listen, it was a tough call, and I think you made the right decision.
0: <laughs> I feel like I did. I, I made the jump call to, like, download Zoom on my phone and rejoin from the car real quick because I didn't get home until, like, 8 o'clock. Like, the episode would have been almost over if I had just waited. <laughs> no,
2: hey, it's good. I, it I can't
1: good. fault you, Jacob, because I, uh, I went to Heart's Chicken yesterday for my free birthday buffet, and I tore up the, the peach cobbler. That they, they
2: give you a free birthday buffet. Yes. Just you just show up, show your ID, and they're like, "Come on in, eat your eat to your heart's content."
1: Oh yeah, it, it is That's the, the most. You guys artery, are the land
2: of heart disease. <laughs> it is the most
1: artery hardening food you could possibly imagine. Like if you ever yeah. come down here for comedy and you're coming through Ocean Springs, uh, we 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 I have to take you to dinner at Heart's Chicken. Yes. And, and yeah, we all have to have just a big meetup. We'll do heart chicken and we'll all get heart disease together. It'll be fantastic. Oh my God. We'll get heart disease. Yeah. heart It seems disease. like the
2: kind of food you can't eat like pre comedy show. It's like a oh, post comedy no. show food. Yeah. You can't be doing that after that. This, is, uh, this,
1: this is a day long event. Yeah. This is food that you eat and you immediately have to take a nap. Because it's or a it's, shit, it, yeah, depending on which one it's fried it's fried chicken. Although they do have some, uh, some lemon pepper baked chicken that you can get, but it's fried chicken, of course, rolls, mm. um, fried catfish. Um, they have, uh, what are their sides, Jacob? They have corn, green beans, mashed potatoes, and gravy, uh, yeah, p- potato salad, coleslaw, red beans, and rice. And they do have a salad bar, but nobody touches it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, why? I, I I, never really understood the salad bar because I, I like food. I think of my food in kind of a volume situation. You know what I mean? So, like, food. I'm not going to waste that space with lettuce. Like, I want to pack in all the fat and goodness I can get. Yeah. I'm not going to be – lettuce is not going to take up space.
1: I mean, if you're going to a place like Heart's Chicken, I mean, you might as well just go for it because your body is going to – not recover for at least 72 hours afterwards so you might as well just do it do it right
2: oh yeah yeah no no i totally agree yeah. look what they How also did guys... there
1: that, oh, uh, well I, just, I don't want you
0: to sleep on abby the fried chicken gizzards and fried chicken livers that like yeah. chicken
2: You <laughs> um, might have even lost me at that that's no that's don't a... sleep on it man really uh I, I, don't, don't I, don't, I don't know i don't know about livers, the the...
0: but i do gizzards they're nice and, and chewy Ugh.
2: really oh i don't know yeah. i know i should be more open-minded because it's like what difference does it make it's meat it's meat but there's something about it that kind of just like don't say
0: that when we start going it's meat it's meat then that gets fishy
2: yeah 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 <laughs> yeah. there. no that's true but i guess it's like whatever you're eating the chicken's body and i'm like drawing the line of right. the heart but yeah something about the uh about the deep innards there i don't know but uh is there a lot of buffets yeah.
1: in new york is, is a buffet a, a normal thing or is that more of a, a southern thing i never really thought that's about more that.
2: of a southern thing yeah you don't see too much not too many buffet things. i will tell you what we do have a lot at the like we call well here they don't call them buffets as much as like steam tray places and it's usually like at a big deli near like big financial centers like around the city where people go in and get lunch and then they kind of like do that. But it's mostly like more like salad bar-y type stuff. And here and there, there's like, you know, some hot food or whatever, but that's like about, yeah, there's not a lot of like buffet or restaurants. It's more like, a, you know, quick and go lunchtime deli sort of thing for like yeah. all the different salads you can get. But, um, yeah.
0: I, I feel that's like so people true. in New York don't have time for a buffet
2: because you really want to sit down and like really get all that you can yeah. get out of it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's expensive. Well, the other thing is like I guess if you go to a buffet, like the ones I've been to in the south are usually like you pay a flat rate and then you just eat whatever you want to eat, but like the the buffet in New York is like they weigh it. So you have to oh. you have to be reasonable. No, and no, it's no, like no, that no. kind of defeats the point. It's like not a buffet if you have to be reasonable. Like that's no. the idea. Well, that's what the Chinese. If you're not going to eat like yeah. That's what
1: the Chinese buffets do here now. They learn their lesson uh, with us Southerners. Right. They they make you weigh like if you get a to go buffet, that thing's getting weighed before you leave. Yeah,
0: the, the, the to go I get, but if you're not weighing my plates while I'm there, all right, it's a it's a social contract that I pay you thirteen dollars and you're my bitch for an hour. <laughs> I'm going to eat as much as I can possibly eat, and then I'm going to go take a shit there, and then I'm going to eat again. <laughs> <laughs> we signed uh, that
1: deal. Uh, <laughs> uh, Abby, I think your uh, audio went out. Uh, we're not hearing you. I think she
0: turned off her AirPod or something. I don't
1: know. Yeah, she's giving she's us the enough. hold on a second man. finger. She knows what she's doing. We'll just wait for her. So what, what oh, do? and up comes the professional headshot. Now, that is a classy move. That's a class act like, move. like, fuck these motherfuckers and their goddamn peach cobbler, making me. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, though, that was the best peach cobbler I've ever ate in my entire life. I'm not lying. Uh, did, it, did you get ice cream with it? Because that's the only oh, way to really Daddy, exploit. Daddy, did I. I put
0: some <laughs> vanilla bean ice cream over the top of that thing, and it got nice and melty because it was Ooh. hot out the oven. It's soaked yeah, in there,
1: that's the good stuff,
0: oh yeah, dude I mean it was it was well worth it. I I'm, knew what I did.
1: I like a good uh blackberry cobbler myself.
0: I'll cobbler it up man i'll I mean, offer me any type of cobbler and then
1: you know we we I'll
0: make it look like a brick road. We're cobbling all up the street. you know what I'm saying <laughs> well,
1: I hope she comes back soon. We don't have too too much Nah, time she's left. leaving she't she, don't, she yes. doesn't like this anymore.
2: Can you guys hear me? Yeah, now? we can yes, hear you. Yes, we can. That <laughs> was so weird because I could still hear you, and it wasn't telling me I was muted. I don't know. These headphones are new, so I like touched something, and I'm like, I don't know what's going. I don't know what's going on. I'm yeah. I like balled out on a pair of like right. fancier earpods, and I can't operate them. Obviously, I'm like, what's the mute button? Anyway, I'm, I'm my mother. I'm like, hello. Can you guys hear me?
1: I would buy fancy <laughs> earbuds, but I'm so hard on them. I would break them within the first day and <laughs> i felt so bad my manager at my
0: last job uh gave me an extra pair of airpods that she had and then the next day i was walking through like those um those like heavy plastic like blinds or whatever that are in like the back of some restaurants i was walking through those and it knocked them out of my ears and broke them the very Aww. next day
1: and i had Ah, and i had
0: to pretend that i was like i still had them and i was like enjoying them at work so i would have just nothing in my ears and i'd be like yeah yeah listening to music real good thanks boss
2: so good (laughs) yeah now they're they're also being like i just i missed the i wanted the wire like i actually didn't want to get these because the ones i had before were wireless but they were connected with a little string and then they like kind of like connected with a magnet around my neck because i'm not i'm not responsible I keep taking them out, and it's like, you don't have really anywhere to put them. I'm a woman. I don't always have pockets, and I'm just like, I don't know how long this is going to last, but I'm well, I'm taking the, a risk.
0: The downside of the AirPod is that you see someone with an AirPod, and they're still approachable because they'll keep the AirPods in the ear while they're not doing anything on them, so people can think, they're like, oh, I can still approach this person and do whatever, but with the string, you know, I don't want to be fucked with. You see this whole setup I got going on. I don't have time yeah. for you.
2: yeah. Yeah. Or like I like on an airplane to wear I wear like my big like headset ones because you're like nobody talked to me. Um I also used to do that when I was living with my mother to be like, it's just it's not time to communicate. And she'd be like, Abby, could I just, want, just one just one just one I'd be like, What? Like, I just I want to see you want an orange. I'm like, nah. But 35 yeah. years old I need a fucking orange. I don't interrupt me about it.
1: And I imagine it's gotta be worse for for you as a female too, like people wanting to talk to you and always bugging you, even though you have your headphones in. Like, as guys, nobody wants to talk to us, so we don't have to worry about that. I'll gladly take a headphone out if someone wants to talk to me. (laughs) Like, holy shit, somebody (laughs) wants to talk to me?
2: Oh, I know, right? Well, I do feel like no one talks to each other really anymore anyway, because everything's just like, everyone's on their phones. Like, I Mm -hmm. used to really love, like, making those little, like, airport bar connections like you sit down you make a best friend for like an hour and then you're like oh you're yeah, whatever and i feel like that the opportunity has gone now because everyone's just like mm, and their phones rolling i'm not to be like i'm such an old lady but i kind of am i miss like i miss the human interaction a little bit
1: yeah but then if you're everyone's that person weird that that wants to talk to people then you get looked at as the uh the psychopath
2: yeah. <laughs> i like looking around like is anyone want to say words to me and they're like don't fucking yeah
1: and
0: everyone's like you came up prepared your phone's dead <laughs> yeah, I see what you did. I'm
2: like, that's did it, did. bitches. Someone's gonna talk to me. It doesn't <laughs> work.
1: So we're uh, we're approaching to uh, the end of the episode. Um, what um what stuff you got coming up that you want to throw out there for the people?
2: Well, uh, so Neil Rubenstein, I'm, like, doing a plug for him since I'm opening for him on Thursday this week. He's doing his hour special, so we're doing that. He's filming that, which is exciting. I'm doing um, opening him for a little bit. And right now, I'm just doing a lot of stuff in the New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania area. Um, And then I think I'm going to do probably Georgia and, like, come on down Florida and stuff like that. Probably... Over the summer and then into the fall, I had not thought about like New Orleans and stuff. And now that you guys are saying it's dangerous there, I'm like maybe not, but also like maybe. Well, I mean, <laughs> like if, if, if you don't have a, cool a car, place to come do comedy, you know.
1: If you don't have a car, you don't have to worry about it really. Just <laughs> and if you
2: stay out of the uh, yeah. the unmonitored police areas, I guess you're yeah, mostly yeah. okay.
0: <laughs> so new, I have to new bring Orleans, a
2: weapon. It sounds like
0: yeah. yeah. New Orleans comedy isn't popping off that much, but if you go up to Lafayette, which is like an extra two hours, they have yeah. like. Ton they, they have like a really good stuff going on up there, so I'd go to Lafayette.
2: Oh, nice, okay, all right, awesome, or right. coming to you guys or whatever. Do you guys make it up to New York very often or
1: at all? Or I've been planning on it because I have friends that live up there, but uh, every time I turn around, my car keeps breaking down and I have to flop down a thousand dollars every time it goes to shit. So hopefully, I will be up that way within the next, yeah,
2: no, I hear you. You're just gonna drive year. that car till it in, falls into the sea. Cars are so expensive now. You can't like get a you can't get a new one. That's it. You might as well put twenty five thousand on that car. Right. You still save money on getting like a, even a new used one. It's crazy.
1: Within the past year, I've had to have the air conditioner fixed, which that was like eight hundred dollars. Then my battery went out. That was two hundred dollars. Then my uh, my radiator blew. That was sixteen hundred dollars. Ah. And then this last Friday, my alternator went out. So that was a thousand dollars. So in the last like nine months i've put over four thousand dollars into fixing my car
2: yeah is it old
1: it's a 2011
2: okay it's hanging in there oh yeah but like that's a lot of good work that you did to it so like maybe you'll get another even like bunch of years out of it now like god willing right
1: everything's new on it at this point i mean other than the outer (laughs) shell everything interior is new
2: (laughs) it's been like rebuilt start to finish oh my god it's so fun yeah well if you guys come to come to new york obviously you know holler
1: absolutely and we have some places here on the coast that uh if you want to stop by too there's some places here on the coast we do uh tuesday nights there's this place we do uh open mic uh called the juke joint and then on the weekends um usually we have we have some traveling um you know sort of mid-level comedians that'll swing through and uh do some shows there like on friday and Saturday nights. so it's a pretty decent place to, uh, do oh, so comedy. fun! Yeah,
2: no, I'd love to do that. Yeah, that would be really cool. So yeah, yeah, that'd be and a good spot. Now I know two people, so I yeah. can be like, "Hello, I'd like to yeah, come." And yeah. then we'll go to Hearts. We'll go to Hearts Chicken. <laughs> we'll have too much food, and uh, we'll poop our yeah. pants, and we will be delightful.
1: Yeah, and I'll make you sounds try like, chicken, chicken like a date. Ooh, Okay, we're talking yeah. to Mo yeah. Alexander about uh, barbecue, and we told him there's this barbecue place in in downtown Ocean Springs that is it's called Pleasant's used tires and barbecue. Like, you can go there, get the barbecue while you're getting used tires put on your car.
2: <laughs> That's amazing. Is it such good barbecue?
1: No. It's okay. No. I mean, it's not I it feel like, the like the it has
2: the ability to be amazing because it's like a little hole in the wall, but it's also your tire. Yeah, but no, it's no. not. Used so tires and barbecue. From what I so hear, then, like
0: a few years ago, it was good, but it, it's literally the longest running business in downtown Ocean Springs. Like, it's been there for so many years that, like, I, like, I guess the food's
1: gone downhill
0: because they've just been doing it for so oh. long.
2: Man, it, it it's like just they, they such had...
1: a, a weird place because in downtown Ocean Springs, it's like they've, they're trying really hard to maintain, like, this, you know, little coastal uh, upscale community where they have, like, upscale, like, clothes places and little boutiques, and then they have, like, the bars and stuff down there. And the the people are kind of hoity-toity, you know, upscale, expensive restaurants and stuff down there. And then you have Pleasant's Barbecue, which is like the <laughs> it's like this place held together by like spit and chicken wire, like oh almost literally.
2: Is it like the same guy who's like just fixing your tire? It's like and then just yeah. like goes and works on your chicken yeah, and some food. I mean, You're like, Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. He it's, just changes his Pleasant. hat. He's like, and here's the food. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Mr. Pleasant is the grill master and Mr. Pleasant goes puts tires on your
2: car. I love it. Yeah. Hey. I love it. That's where fun. I
1: got two two used tires not too long ago. Almost brand new used tires there a couple of weeks ago. So it's I give him thumbs up. I mean, I'll I'll go throw him some money for some used tires and you know, They're some barbecue chicken there.
0: They're doing God's work. <laughs>
1: so many weird places here. I, I, I It's an experience to come here to the Gulf Coast because I know you're from up north, and I know you think, like, people think, like, they see Mississippi and they think one thing. Like, they think everybody here is wearing overalls and, like, you know, walking around barefoot. But that's, that like, north of I-10. <laughs> <laughs> South of I-10, where... I mean, we're at least, you know, where are we at, Jacob? At least 1950, 1960, somewhere around there. Yeah, uh, I mean, if supper's not cooked right, she's getting a black eye, you know what
0: I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's, still, it's still that kind of energy down here. I don't know. I mean, you can you will, you will, can openly fly a Confederate flag and you'll get a few, hell yeah, brothers. Like, oh that's God. where we're at down here.
2: Yeah, that it's, war it was a long time ago. People are still they're hanging on. They're yeah, hanging you know,
0: on. They, they still yeah. like it, though. They're they're here for they're into it. That's oh their shit. Uh, <laughs> I would love that's, that's literally my cousins. Like that's yeah. I that's literally my fucking family that's like
2: <laughs> Yeah. I I actually I haven't performed in too many like red, red, red states, or if I have, it ends up being some kind of like I don't know, like a little respite in the red state of like, you know, or even like the people who have booked me, it's like, you know, some of their bluer friends or whatever. And so the I don't do like a ton of like political humor or um, whatever, but I do just do stuff that like thinking about it. I don't know if they would love me down there. I'm like, I got to do some, I got I well, to mix it up a little bit. They're like, first of all, who's this woman talking? Who let her? Wait, <laughs> right. it minute, funny. Opinion. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like. You be working like
2: at the honeypot. I don't really well, If
0: you do... come down here to the Duke joint in Ocean Springs, it's, it's like a rough biker bar where the, co- the comedy that people do there. I feel like it's respected because the the mentality of the people that own the bar. I mean, they're fucking they're biker people. They're like, "Oh, you're gay? Hell yeah, brother! I'm into it. Let's fucking roll!" <laughs> like they're just cool oh, okay. With
2: All right, I like it. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's I'm it's a, a different type of crowd that goes to places like because even like the juke joint. It's not. It's considered downtown Ocean Springs, but it's still kind of on the outskirts. So you know, it's a whole different type of crowd of people that go there. Like. You know, there's a mix of, like, hipsters and, you know, rock and roll people, but everybody sort of gels and gets along, and it's a really cool place to be. And um, I feel like if you were to come down here, like, I feel like sometimes when I, I, I don't do political humor either, but I do have a couple of politically tinged jokes that are, you know, left-leaning. I tend to feel mm-hmm. like they, you know, they tend to do pretty good because there there are people that are, you know, not crazy, here that are trying to maintain some uh, semblance of sanity uh, amongst the the populace here.
2: Got ya. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. So fun. So fun. Jacob, how'd you guys decide to do a podcast together?
1: Because COVID hit and <laughs> we needed something mm. to do. Yeah, yeah. Co-
0: COVID hit and we thought it was we we're gonna be out of commission like everyone else, and then we were doing comedy shows two weeks after COVID hit.
2: Oh right, because you guys didn't have COVID down there. Yeah, they were. No, like, we we never like, Get haven't. back to it. Yeah.
0: I yeah. I literally produced the roast battle during COVID. That like was luckily no one got sick, but it was like we had to turn people away because of the fire code. Because like,
2: oh my so god, so many
0: people wanted to see a live show. It was ridiculous.
2: Yeah, that's wild. So you guys were like not remotely shut down.
0: No, for like a week we were.
2: Holy shit! So like you we're... had like you had a completely different twenty twenty like twenty twenty experience. So for yeah. most of twenty twenty. And into 2021, I mean, there was weekends, weeks, weeks, week-long stretches where I didn't leave the house. That did not happen to you guys. You were just yeah. like, whatever, mm-hmm. business as usual.
0: I feel like we were shut down until Trump said, Kung flu. And everyone was like, <laughs> Kung flu! We can fucking get out of the
2: house! He fucking said oh it! God. Like, that was the
0: That's
1: thing, I mean, it was still weird, because there were a lot of businesses that did shut down. But then you had some, you know, places like Walmart that were you could just still just go to. You know, even though they, you know, they used to be twenty four hours, but they were like, all right, we're only open from like seven to nine now, or whatever. And it, it I don't know. It, I mean, I still wore masks everywhere I went, and you know, yeah. like I, you would walk into Walmart, and I'm like, I'm the only one wearing a mask. <laughs> I'm like, hey, I, I'm, not, I'm not getting sick, and I never got COVID. I, I got all three of my this boosters, day? never got it ever
2: oh my god they should they should like put you in a lab and study you that's i know
1: i was thinking that i was thinking like maybe they should like go take my blood because apparently it's immune
2: yeah that's amazing yeah i got like so many shots and i have had it four or five times yeah (laughs) Yeah. i
1: had it three times all in the last year
2: oh my god (laughs) oh that's crazy yeah
0: i skirted it for a while and then it was just like oh you forgot about me yeah yeah i'm I'm back
1: me and Jacob were making out like the day he got it, and I never got Dude. it.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know. Never happened. Just wild. Oh my god, it's so crazy. I'm glad.
1: I seriously don't know how I dodged it. I mean, there's no statist- statistically, there's no way I should I should have gotten through that without getting it. But I don't know. Just never. Yeah. Did. Just wild. Because nobody yeah. here was was adhering to any kind of like. <laughs> rules about it they were just like uh, they just didn't give a shit
2: yeah yeah no they uh they did not care my um good portion of my family is like real fox newsy uh Ooh. and very like christian and so they were sort of operating on like some like god's gonna save them type thing and then christmas i guess it was like that first christmas was like one, the end of 2020 uh they both like my two aunts up in the hospital like almost dead uh from it and uh it's amazing that i was like oh so science now like now that you need to go to the er and like someone's got to like literally save you you're like oh okay now science i'm like <laughs> so you didn't trust them before to get like the, to get the vaccine and do the thing and whatever i thought god was gonna save you but like turns out i'm like you asked god a couple times and he didn't come through when you like couldn't breathe you had to finally call 911 because god was not coming it turned out but uh they're, they didn't change their mind about it. They're like, oh, yeah, well, that that happened. And medicine did save us. But still, I'm like, so the same like, people that you were like are trying to poison you are also the people you turned to to save you when you were Yeah,
0: it's like now's not the time, Abby. <laughs>
2: <laughs> exactly. And then the other thing is, like, so many people in my family were like into this thing about um, we're losing viewership, just like people are like, oh, my God, don't have this fucking dumb bitch from the north on here talking about covid but the thing that really amazed me about my family too is that they believe the vaccine could do so much like they believed it could like simultaneously like steal your soul it could microchip oh, yeah. you oh, yeah. it could like change your blood type it could give you cancer it could give you everything <laughs> Hell, yeah. i'm like the only thing you think it can do is maybe lessen your chances of getting covid this magical vaccine is like so scientifically adept it could like put like a it could steal your soul, but they're like, yeah, the COVID thing. We don't think that could happen. Oh my! My
1: favorite thing was there were people <laughs> I know personally in my life that, like, I went to school with that I know personally are were on Facebook and they they were calling the the vaccine the the mark of the beast and to not get it because it, it was you know the coming apocalypse. And I'm just like, how are we in, as modern human beings still? Stupid. <laughs> How are we just this stupid? Yep. Yep. I don't get
0: it.
2: Mark of the Beast. That being said, My- this
0: uh episode of Open Microsoft is brought to you by Johnson and Johnson. <laughs>
2: Johnson and Johnson, get your shots now. I got the I got everything. the
0: Moderna. I got Moderna all mine. I don't even Hell remember yeah. what I got, dude. I got it, I think I got like half of it, and then I got COVID, and I was like, well, this is a fucking bust. I'll just raw dog it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, well, we're coming up on the end of the episode, Abby. It has been an absolute pleasure having you on the show here.
2: Thanks for having me, guys. It was fun. It was nice. To, it was nice to meet you both. It was nice to think about peach cobbler and yeah, to yeah. learn about the honey. I mean, my main, my highlight takeaway is the honey hole that I'm going to get in a real. I'm going to get in a real internet rabbit hole about this soon, and like share with my friends that they have pretty cashier's. I love it.
1: Go take a so picture. I've learned a it. lot. It's been good, Jacob. Uh, yeah. Tomorrow morning, when you pass by, take a picture of it and put it on Twitter.
0: Yeah, yes, next time please. I'm there, I'm gonna I'll, I'll take some pictures
1: and and email them to you.
2: <laughs> yeah, tag me, tag me. That'll be awesome. Okay, but, cool.
1: Uh, hopefully, we'll um we we'll get to talk to you uh, again before. Um, if you're gonna swing down this way, let us know, and we'll we'll get together and and we'll have you on the show again. Uh, hopefully, before then. Uh, but if not, we'll have you on again soon, and uh, hopefully, we'll get to see you actually in person. That'd be fun.
2: Thanks. Yeah, no, that'd be awesome. And of course, if you guys come to New York, we gotta find. I gotta find you on the Instagrams. I'll find you when I hang up here. And uh, yes. that's, that's how we, we we fake keep in touch in the comedy community. I'm like, we're on the Instagram. It'll yes. be fine. Yeah, but if you if you make it up to New York and holler, we'll get you guys on, on a show or something. Be good? Uh, absolutely.
1: Uh, Jacob, uh, tell everybody again where me and you are going to be this Sunday. Uh, this Sunday, June fourth, Doc's Hop Shop
0: in Pensacola, Florida, <clears throat> and then I actually have a show. Hosting for Mo Alexander yet again, June 9th in Ocean Springs, Mississippi at the Juke Joint. Mo Alexander returns. I will be hosting with Shep Kelly featuring. Tickets on sale now. Go to landmassentertainment.com to buy tickets.
1: Are we going to be in Pensacola or Mobile? Pensacola. Oh, I thought we were in Mobile. (laughs) Oh, all right. Well, that's a little further than I thought we were going to be. That's all right, though. That's all right. But uh, but yeah, let me uh, play our music here. If you want to email us, email us at openmicerspodcast at gmail.com, where openmicers.com takes you to our website, so <laughs> Linktree slash Openmicerspodcast takes you to our Linktree, takes you everywhere you need to go. And of course, our Patreon, patreon.com slash OM podcast will uh, help keep the show going and keep the lights on here. And we will see you guys next week. that
0: peach cobbler is not settling right
2: Mm. (laughs) this podcast is a zoo house LLC production